Okay, um, this is the Fiction Old and New Book Group, and today is Friday, October 6th, 2023, and we're discussing, I hope I'm going to say her right name right, Angeline Wooley, a second novel, Warrior Girls Unearthed. Um, we did read her first novel in the book group, um, Firekeeper's Daughter, probably about a year and a half ago. And um, so I will give you some information about her. And then there's a lot, a lot of characters. I wrote down as many as I could, but I'm sure I left some out. And then I also wrote down a couple of questions. Um, and as always, you don't have to respond to the questions. They're just there if, if you're interested in, in, uh, in talking about any of the stuff. So why don't we get started? Um, Angeline Bully is an enrolled member of the Chapawa. I hope I'm saying that right. Ojibwe Indians. She was born and raised in Bawating, uh, which means the place of the rapids in Salt St. Marie, Michigan. Uh, she graduated from Central Michigan University. Uh, Bubi has worked in Indian education at the tribal, state, and national levels. She was on the board of Bay Mills Community College before becoming the director for the Office of Indian Education for the United States Department of Education. And she's currently a full-time author. Her first novel, Firekeeper's Daughter, was named one of the top 100 young adult novels of all time by Time Magazine and was a New York Times bestseller. It was optioned uh, for a Netflix series by Higher Ground, which is the production company of President and Mrs. Obama. Um, tonight's novel, Warrior Girls Unearthed, was published in 2023. Kirkus Revi Review said of this novel, a page-turning heist uh, grounded in nu a nuanced explanation, exploration of critical issues of cultural integrity. Okay, so I'm gonna go through the characters. Um, so our main character was Perry, who is 16 years old. Um, she was looking forward to what she called her summer of slack um, when she kind of forced into an internship to repay her, her aunt Donis, who you'll remember from Firekeeper's Daughter. And her twin sister is Pauline. Um, and Pauline is very achievement oriented and a little bit nervous. Um, and then of course there's Aunt Donis uh, from the earlier novel. And Wab, I hope I have the name right, is the child of Aunt Donis. Then there's Cha Chauncey, who's Perry's friend. Um, and she's a, a pretty responsible teenage mom. And there was Lucas, who was Perry and Pauline's friend, I think from childhood and also worked as an intern. And there's Eric Miller, who was an intern and, and Perry's love interest. And he was also on probation. Um, then there's Perry's, uh, Perry's parents. We have Art Birch and Terry Firekeeper. Uh, TJ, who was a police officer and was Aunt Donis's boyfriend. And and I, I assume he was the father of her baby that we just learned at the end of the, the book. It seemed, seemed likely. 
Um, so I'm going to just call him Dr. Leroy because he had that fancy way of saying his name. Um, and he was the archaeology professor and he was one of the villains in, in the book. There was uh, Dr. Raquel Fenton, who was another professor and uh, Perry stole seeds from her office. Um, and then there was um, Grant Edwards, who was on the tribal council and um, was was killed. And let's see. And then there was also, I'm sorry, there's subchief subchief Tom Webster, who was Perry's supervisor and was blackmailing her to get her to be involved in the recovery of the artifacts. There was Frank Lockhart, who owned the trinket shop, and Claire Lockhart, who was his stepdaughter, and I think also worked uh, there, and Cooper, Cooper Turtle, who was probably the, the most honorable person of, of all the employees. <laughs> and then, of course, there was Elvis Jr., who was the dog. Um, and I know I left out Granny June also, and there's many, many other characters too. Um, I'm just going to check because I hear some noise and I just want to see if anybody's making any noise. I just want to check that because. No, I don't hear it anymore. Okay, sorry. I was hearing something, but I don't anymore. Um, I, think we ought to, I think we ought to use the Southern pronunciation of the the doctor guy that, that threw him down in that hole, that would be Dr. Leroy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, and, 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 yeah. Emphasis on the first rather than the second yes. syllable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now I will go through the questions and then I will stop talking. Um, so I think what I'm going to do as I go through the questions, to be honest, I'm going to answer them myself. Um, so this will be my part of the talking. Um, so the first question I had was, were you familiar with the 1990 federal law, uh, the Native American Graves Protection and Rape Repatriation Act? And I will say I was not familiar with this law. I am familiar with the concept of repatriation, but this was not a law that I really knew about. So it was, it was interesting, I think, to have learned about this. Um, and then did you find yourself identifying with Perry, sort of her outrage as she discovered what universities and institutions and individuals were, you know, improperly um, appropriating human remains and artifacts. Um, and she was determined to get them back to their rightful owners, the, the respective tribes. Yes, I, I actually found myself very outraged and, and feeling kind of the way Perry felt. Um, did you realize how complex it can be to prosecute the disappearance of murdered or kidnapped uh, Native American women because of the jurisdictional issues, the tribal, the federal, and the state. Um, yes, I did actually know that. Um, and it is very complex. And it's, it's unfortunate that it's so complex because there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of not great things going on because of that. Um, are you a reader of, adult, of young adult books? I would say not usually. I occasionally read a young adult book and whenever I do, I find I really like them. Um, they're sort of interesting because it's a combination of, you learn something because they, they, a lot of times they put something in that they want you to learn. 
Um, but then the characters, although much younger than myself, a lot of times I find them very relatable. So yes, I, I tend to like them, but I don't gravitate towards it. And then this is the author's second novel, um, Would You Read Another Book of Hers? And yes, I, I read her first book. I read her second book. And if she comes out with more books, which I think she will be, I would definitely read them. So now I will stop talking and just, just call on people one by one. Um, so, you know, Deanna, I'm going to start with you because I, I know you're, 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 you're our expert, I think, here on, on Native American culture. I, I'm guessing probably the most expert person we have in the group. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what, what you thought about the book here. Well, I was intrigued by the fact that um, she, one of her jobs was actually um, for the Zibuin, which is a, a an organization on my mother's reservation, a building I've been in and out of and all around. Um, it's um, the correct pronunciation for it is, is the tribe is, is Chippewa Ojibwa. Um, Ojibwa is what we call ourselves and Chippewa is what we're in government records. Um, I was, um, yes, I know about the law and how badly it has been administered and how difficult it's been for our people to be able to rebury their return ancestors. Even when we knew where they were, like at um, missions or uh, schools all across Indian schools all across the country and into Canada and everywhere um, some of the things that also connected the two books was um, Grant was the same father of the hockey player who assaulted hockey girls mm. in the first book um, assaulted uh, Donis and assaulted Robin, her friend. Um, and even though he apparently underwent a blanket party by the women, which uh, was their way of handling the fact that white men could come on the reservation and assault girls and the neither the surrounding police forces nor the tribal police could lay a hand on them because they weren't resident on the reserves. And um, the federal government would not prosecute them. Um, so yes, um, Donis was, she never wanted her nieces to be involved in any of that. She wanted them to grow up safe and untouched. So um, having him appear in this book was is kind of a scary thing for me because I was going, oh no, not him again. The one that was so good at manipulating the system and getting away with the things he wanted to do. Um, so that was one of the pieces that, that disturbed me. And yes, I do intend to read the next two books because she did say that her first book was a was Firekeeper's daughter, and fire was part of it, 
and this one was um, unearthed. This is about burial and earth, and she intends to get the other two elements end of, of wind and water in this particular series. So um, I'll be looking forward to the next one. But I do recognize that for most people, they don't have the familiarity with the language and the uh, concepts of life. And so unless you're intrigued by learning about other cultures, this might be tough going for people that will not have any basis to follow what the language that she included. And in this one, she included more than in the first. But I do yeah. remember that um, some of the people found it difficult because of the um, foreign sounding words and names and so forth. And if you remember from the first book, um, she had a dream about her future son. And she did name him the same as what she had had known his name to be in her dream. So that's another concept that is, I think, foreign to Western thought of um, feeling like, like dreams and things that happen around you have meaning. So when... Uh, when she started being uh, the temple of doom and whatever, running around doing things that she knew were illegal, she felt that it, well, nobody else was going to do it. And sometimes it just happened. I mean, she was not responsible for the uh, display case being damaged where her grandmother's basket was. But she quickly took advantage of it to appropriate this basket that she felt was wrongly taken from her grandmother's keeping. And she, you know, she had so many instances of how Native people were manipulated or forced to give up their prized possessions because some white person wanted it and made, I think some of the people didn't, some of them were innocent and others were manipulative because it is custom that if someone tells you that something you're making is beautiful or that's amazing, that's lovely, there is kind of an obligation to give it to them. But when they were out and out blackmailing the people, you know, well, I brought you medicine for your sick child. So I want a basket and I'll take that one, you know, with no regard to why that basket was important. Um, one of the things at my mother's funeral in, in the beginning of August was my brother made her an ash basket. And when we put it in her coffin with her, with her hand on it, we also would cut our braids and rolled them up and put them in the basket to take with her. Um, all of this symbolism is stuff that doesn't mean anything to people that didn't grow up among the people. So 
um, I guess that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, before I say anything in response, Alan, I was wondering, I got an email from Ladon and he said that he wasn't able to come into the room. I just, I just, I, I just oh, got I in. If you, can, if you can hear me, I just got in. Oh, you're here? Oh, I'm glad. Well, then forget, forget that. Okay. Thanks for, thanks for sending me that thing. But I had to look for that. Sure, if you just wanted the link, because I was going to ask Alan, who's better with this stuff than I am, just to send you the link. Yeah, part. yeah. So, I okay. sent him an email too. I'm sure he will respond. Okay. So I can put it in and have it for next month. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Well, thank you. You know, it's it's so interesting, Deanna, because when you listen to the interviews with um, the author, you know, she talked about how her father spoke the native language, and then the younger generation is learning the native language, but she was in that sort of middle generation where they really didn't want you, they wanted you, I guess, to just speak, speak English and not know the native language. And it's funny because I identified so much because that's how I was raised. Like my parents spoke Yiddish and they didn't want us to speak Yiddish at all. <laughs> I kind of wish that I knew a little Yiddish, you know, and a lot of younger people now are going back to whatever the cultural uh, backgrounds is so it, it was interesting I thought well we come from two different worlds but it's really the same the same yes. story and I love when they put in um, languages from other countries or other cultures because I really think it flavors the story and it really gives you a strong sense even if maybe you don't know what the word is you could kind of figure it out in the context um, so I thought it was great that she added all those old, I mean, I don't even know if she knew all those words, if she needed help, <laughs> if she didn't know. She said language. she, yeah, she yeah. said in one of the interviews that I heard that she, um, really wasn't that fluent just because she was in the generation she was, and she's younger than I am, but even in mine, it was an issue. My mother never spoke it to us until she was much older and I think as you grow older you tend to dwell a lot on your past and particularly your younger years so it was only in the last maybe 15 years that my mother was using Ojibwe words instead of English words because when we were growing up she was very demanding that we speak good English we use proper grammar. We pronounce words correctly. We do not use obscenities because it shows that you're ignorant if you can't think of any other way to express your your anger or frustration. And it made me laugh when when she would say things like that because I had a friend at college who was from Iran and um, one time I heard him cussing out a clerk in the um, in the administration office because she wouldn't change his grade, even though he'd brought a note from his professor explaining that he wanted the grade changed. Um, and he he said, well, I hope you understand that by giving me this this poor grade, you might keep me out of graduate school. So therefore, may the fleas of a thousand camels nest in your armpits. And he walked away. <laughs> and it made me laugh because it was so much like um, what I had experienced as a child was you be creative. You want to cut somebody out because mama doesn't like you to swear. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's so funny. Well, thank thank you so much, Deanna. Um, Sally, what, what did you think of the story? Okay, I really liked this book. I liked it better than the first one. I felt that I learned a lot from it. I was familiar with some of the background because I have a friend whose sister works at Pensbury Manor, um, which is William Penn's, um, I guess, estate and home in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and they did a repatriation burial there last year. So I I knew a little bit about it. Um, As far as the language goes, I think she did a really good job of not giving word-for-word translation, but giving the reader an idea in context of what people were saying. And then um, there were a couple words that she would use over again, like thank you or goodbye. Um, So I thought it added um, kind of a nice flavor and background to it. One thing I really wondered about, Harry was 16 and she's the heroine of this young adult novel. So obviously people are going to um, kind of interact with her and revolve around her. But I felt that especially Mr. Turtle, Cooper Turtle, Mm -hmm. gave her a lot, gave her a lot of respect. Um, more than I more than I would think somebody in his position would give yeah. to a sixteen year old and I wondered if that was cultural or if it were just because she was the heroine of this young adult novel well i'm um, going to defer to Deanna to answer that question <laughs> okay it's part of our culture to respect everyone from the youngest child to the oldest person as long as they earn it. And he did really appreciate what she, the work she put out, um, her awareness of things, how she saw things. Um, So he would show her respect because she earned it. And she read on her lunch hour. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, there was there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, was was I outraged by all of this? My first my first feeling was an outrage when you were looking when they were looking at the bones of Warrior Girl and of all the other remains that were just stuffed into cabinets. I just wanted to sit down and cry. Yeah. I just yeah. It was just, how did this happen? Um, so that that was my take on it. But I would definitely read more by this woman. I thought she was a terrific author. And I don't usually read young adult books, but I liked what Michelle said. Um, you learn something from them because it is an educational experience. But this woman, by by... I think maybe halfway through, I forgot I was reading a young adult book. It was just a really good story, and she was a good writer. So that's all I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I also I wondered why Turtle was taking such an interest in her. Cooper Turtle was taking such an interest in her too. But I was glad that he did. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, he was such a good guy, and he really he was like the ideal mentor that anybody would yeah. want to have. 
able to mentor them. So, um, uh, so Ladon, you made such a good effort to come in. I think we'll we'll call on you next and see what you thought of the book. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, and thank you for sending me oh, the place to get the link. Okay, and I may be in a minority here, but I thought I could uh, sum up the book with one word: boring. And unlike the other two people I've heard speak, the language repeatedly used in the uh, language of the tribe, I found tiring. She'd give the language, then give it a translation. The language and then did translation. I thought they did that way, way too much. Also, I wasn't the target audience for this book. This book is written for young women. And I'm too far away from that to really enjoy the book. I did not, was not impressed, particularly with the narrator either, although she was fine, but I mean, she didn't make a good impression on me. Uh, I guess she did a sound to me like she was speaking the language, right? But since I don't know, she can make up any language and I would think that was right. But anyhow, <laughs> um, that's, that's the thing, boring. Not for me. Thank you. Okay. Well, that's why we have book groups because we always have different different views, and every book is not for everybody. <laughs> so, um, Joni, what what did you think of the story? Well, I really found myself really really getting hooked on this book. Um. There were certain things that I didn't quite get, like the different organizations. Um, forget what they were called, but um, but I admired Perry, and I thought that you know some of the stuff she did was typical teenage stuff. She and Pauline, but. I didn't know about the um, uh, uh, repatriation. About repatriation, um, and I didn't know about the uh, taking the uh, the remains. I just I was outraged by that, and um, I I really did like the book. I remember reading, I, I didn't remember that I had started the first book, and then I recalled that I started reading it, and I um, I couldn't understand a lot of the language and a lot of the things that were going on. I did not finish it. But this book, as contrast, was I really, really liked it. Good. I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah, there was a lot to like in this book. I mean, there was a lot of family dynamics and um, there was a little romance and there was a little suspense and, you know, a little education. <laughs> she covered a lot of territory. Um, Shelly? Oh, okay, am I, am I, I never can tell. Am I unmuted? You're unmuted. Yep, you are. Okay, ex excellent. All right, I have a few things to say. I'll try to be brief. Um, 
first of all, I really liked the narrator. I thought she did an excellent job. I don't know a lot about the Native American culture, so that's why, you know, these book groups are great because you get to read books and you get to learn, like everybody has said. Um, I thought Isabella Star LeBlanc did an exceptional job, um, just like she did in The Firekeeper's Daughter. I really like her. Um, now for this book, the, the two, well, a couple of questions you asked. Um, about the repatriation laws, I really didn't know because I'm not familiar with the, the culture, the Native American culture, even though there is some Native American in my family, years, many years before I was born. Um, there is some in my family, but I, I don't know the language. I, I'm not familiar with that. Um, I did not know about the repatriation laws and I did I, I, yeah, also I did not know about the kidnapping and the murder laws. I had no idea. That was that was kind of fascinating to learn about because you know you think all, you know all laws are the same but in truth they're really not in different cultures. Um now for about being you know outraged about Peary you know when she took the the beads or whatever they're called I forget what they're called seeds I'm sorry. I wasn't outraged. I felt that she did the right thing. I was in between. I thought, well, you know, she really shouldn't be stealing. But then I saw her point because look what they did with them. They were in cabinets. You know, these people should have been taken out and, and had the proper burial. Um, so, you know, that really upset me because when you see when you see remains in, in cabinets like that, it's it's just you know, it's not right. It's not normal. <laughs> so I agreed with her there. And to your other two questions, I would definitely read more by this author. I listened to her podcast last night and I, I really like her style of writing and I, I would read more by her. And as for young adult fiction, um, no, I don't gravitate towards it, but when there is book club meetings uh, like now, um, yes, I would definitely, you know, read it because it is educational and you get in that mindset. Um, even though I'm like 30 years, her senior. Uh, so, um, that was really good, but I thoroughly enjoyed this book. Um, my favorite characters were, of course, Perry, Donis, and um, Turtle. And I also really liked Chauncey, you know, for and Eric. Um, yeah. Chauncey was Chauncey was phenomenal. Um, you know, she was trying to help her and she had that baby. I felt bad for her situation. You know, the father was taking the baby and, you know, not doing what he was supposed to be doing. And I gave her a lot of credit uh, for being a single mother. And then when she got, when they were about to do the heist, um, Chauncey got, kidnapped by um Leroy Dr. Leroy and we didn't know it was him at the time but um and then when when um Perry was trying to find her and you know she got thrown into the pit with her I thought that was a very even though it was a horrible time it was a very special moment for the both of them and I, I respect their friendship and, and I thought that was a really great part of the story I'm really happy that they were rescued of course um Pauline kind of I Pauline got on my nerves in the beginning but then as the time went on, she seemed to get a lot better and coming out of her shell a little bit more and her anxiety, you know, seemed to, you know, seemed to settle down. Um, but really, I, I like the I like the suspense of it. Um, I'm really glad that I don't like anybody dying, but I'm really gl gl yeah, glad that Grant got what he deserved. Um, as for Claire, Claire was a surprise to me. Um, I did not know she was a villain until the very end. So that was a surprise to me. And so was Webb, uh, Tom Webster. I, you know, I thought that was terrible when he threw Eric, you know, at first I thought him and Eric both got thrown out of the truck, but no, he, he's the one who kind of threw Eric out and thank God Eric was okay. I was a little bit nervous with that too. Um, 
But no, I, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed the book. I'm so happy that she brought Donis back and Teddy and her husband. And I, I hope that she brings all of them back for the rest of the series. Cause, because I think that makes a series as well. When you have repeating characters uh, that they all fit, they all fit into place. I, I really think, you know, that's important. And yeah, I, so I would, I would give this book a four out of a five. And thank you so much for recommending it because I really thoroughly thought it was excellent. I'm always so impressed with your recall of books. You're so good with the names and the details. Uh -huh. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I have to like really work hard. You're like, it just rolls off your tongue. Yeah, Thank my, you, guess... my, my memory lasts for about a minute and a half. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm impressed with I that too. I have to too. think a little bit. I have to think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. So it gives me time to yeah. think what I'm going to say. But yeah, it was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, my, my theory, which is just a theory is that the next book is somehow is going to involve Donis's baby, but it would have to be many, many few years in the future because the baby's not even born yet. But that's and one more thing, Cooper <laughs> Turtle. Cooper Turtle was awesome. I loved him. I and loved I'm so glad that, yeah. 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 And I'm so glad that Donis is having another baby. They kept it from him for so long, but I'm yes. I'm really happy about that. I love Wobby yeah. too. He was cute. <laughs> a great that was a great uh, a great ending actually to the story. Okay. Yes. Um Marsha, what what did you think of the book? I really enjoyed this book, and I normally I do not read young adult books, um, but but I I enjoyed Firekeeper's Daughter, and I enjoyed this one, and I think Isabella Star LeBlanc is outstanding. I can't picture any other narrator uh, narrating the author's work. She's just she's fantastic. Um, as far as the your questions, the repre repatriation yes <laughs> i had not heard i had not heard of that i was aware to some extent of the fact that uh, uh the regular legislation does not uh, um have any effect on reservations which is sad i mean it's 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 outrageous that people can't be prosecuted a white person cannot be prosecuted for it damaging uh, a Native American on a reservation. That is just despicable. Um, what was your other? There was another question. Oh, um, let's see. Well, I wanted to know about did you did you identify with uh, Perry when she got outraged about what was happening? Oh, yeah, definitely. Finding you know this, she found that box of. Uh, cereal box full of teeth and she mm -hmm. found all this 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 other you know it was just terrible the way that these people's remains were treated oh you betcha i was outraged and yeah i will um, def definitely read uh the rest of the series if 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 she comes out with the other two books no doubt i will definitely be reading them uh i thought that uh cooper turtle was a very honorable man. Uh, I think he was the most honorable person in the book. Uh, my my characters, of course, would be Perry and Pauline and Aunt Donna's, of course. And I thought uh, uh, June, Granny June, and yeah. her, her friend. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they were they were hilarious, and it, it, it were, was sad yeah. that that Minnie was you know passed away because I believe they were in the first book. I mean, I know. Granny June was, but I think Minnie was in the first book too. So it's sad that she won't be back uh, in future books. 
but uh and I like the parents too. Just uh, you know, Perry and Pauline's mom and dad. I thought they were they were cool too. Anyway, that's about it here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the those those moments between Granny June and her friend were so funny. Yeah. In the middle of all the tension. Kind of comic relief, you know? It was mm. so funny. I, yeah. I wanted a little bit more of them, actually. <laughs> Me too. They were just great. You're right, actually. But thank you so much. Um, Alan, what, what did you think of the story? I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a very good read. Uh, I, 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 the, 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 the Ojibwe stuff didn't bother me. She did a good job of... of, of uh, intertwining what what the different what the different words meant and stuff and w without overdoing it and stuff I thought and uh, I mean yeah it, it it's it's a book about Native Americans and stuff I mean uh, it, it's good that that was mixed in I think so uh, uh, yeah and I, I I thought I read Firekeeper's Daughter I'm pretty sure I did but I don't remember enjoying it as much as I did this I think this one was better the story just seemed to to, to grab me more and have have more suspense. Uh, I, I I wasn't familiar with all the the repatriation stuff, and uh, it, it, it's it's just like uh, for us to make a mess of stuff. You pass a law whose intentions are good, and you get a bunch of white people to administer it and stuff. And I'm thinking, well, it's no wonder they make a mess of it and stuff. I just uh, I, I, I it, it gets frustrating uh, why uh, uh, you know we have such a hard time understanding why these remains and stuff are so important to, to, to the native cultures and, and trying to get them back where they belong and stuff. I, I, you know, it, it doesn't seem to be rocket science to me, but then you get money involved and people make a mess of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and, but they, you know, they, they, they did a good job of presenting that. And I, you know, I, I, I'll read any kind of books as long as they've got a good story and are well-written. I don't care if it's about, if it's considered for young adult or, what genre it is, if it's good, I'm, I'm happy reading it and stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, I learned something from all these books and, uh, that's why, that's why I go to these book clubs because it makes me read stuff I wouldn't normally read. And I always find stuff that I like and I always learn a lot. So, uh, I thought she just, uh, the narration was very good. The story was good. And, uh, I, I'll, I'll continue reading uh, if she puts out more more novels like this uh, i'll certainly uh certainly read them because uh it it it, it, it was a good story and 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 it, it taught some some good some good things so and i and I, I tell you when i found out that that granny june and and many were were sexting with, with somebody i thought man really i mean i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> believe they brought that up I thought, that was hilarious but uh, <laughs> uh, uh but uh uh it it, it just uh uh I, I I almost I almost felt like I, I was there with them, you know, listening to the the way they talked to the way the the language that was used and what, what do they say a, a a lot and I don't know if that's it, it's uh, just the way she interspersed the the vocabulary and stuff into it and yeah I, I thought that was very well done so uh, good 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 recommendation Deanna and uh, thanks for thanks for picking this Michelle it was it was it was a good yeah. uh, good read so thanks. Yeah, Isabella Star LeBlanc is Native American, so I think that that helps her a lot. In oh, yeah. Our, 
I don't know if you could tell by her name. I couldn't necessarily tell by her name, but yeah, um, yeah. but but she is. And it's interesting because um, when um, Angeline Bully, she started writing the first book when she was forty-four, and it took her ten years. And then it became such a sensation that she got a contract to write her second book, and she only was given one year to write the book. So uh, I would imagine that the third and fourth in the series, she's probably going to be on short deadlines. So probably right, I would. Right. 2025 or so we might see the one in the series i i do have one question that i got a little confused about now now i loved elvis jr i mean he he was cool but yes so so the uh uh uh, chauncey and and uh perry were down in some kind of hole at the end is that where he was holding them yeah yeah i I got a little confused because it 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 sounded like elvis jr jumped down in there with them yeah yeah, and, that's, and, and, that's, and then she, it yeah. sounded like she kind of was able to push him out of the hole. And I'm thinking, now, really, if, if you were able to push the dog out of the hole, why, why couldn't you get yourself out of there? But, uh, I but, know. I, you know, uh, uh, but, but I, I tend to be over analytical about stuff like that. So uh, I was thinking but, uh, the same thing. I thought, I thought it was a little high and she couldn't reach it. She threw the dog up there, not just didn't push him up, but I thought she threw him up there. Yes, okay. you're, Maybe you're right. four or five feet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I wasn't sure how big Elvis Jr. was because if he was a big dog, it'd be hard to throw. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he must have a small dog. Yeah. Small dog. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, dogs sometimes can jump pretty good, so you know maybe it right. was. Right. But yeah, it sounds like like they were in a hole, and I would assume kind of a deep hole, not one that they could just step out of. No. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been pretty deep. Right. It would have to have been. Right. I, I, I thought. I thought the way they handled. Uh, violence was uh, because it was a young a book for young people and they didn't have the terrible violence because you know when they were missing and then exactly how they got in hole they didn't so many books we read and and it would have been explicit on all that happened but this this uh, made you understand that it happened yeah that's true um okay on Jana what what did you think of the book well First of all, I did not know about the repatriation laws, so that was very interesting and informative. And it just the the whole book just showed what a lack of respect we have had for Native American cultures, and that even whether we understand or even agree with the culture, we need to respect the, the culture, and and it 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 it's costs us nothing to do that and it's cost a lot of Native American tribes their whole culture by putting um, you know putting our rules onto them and uh, making them follow rules that that make make no sense Um, I I don't know it's just this whole thing is just very disturbing I, I think when she took the the basket, <laughs> one of the things I was thinking was, well, you know, sometimes you have to know when to break the rules. So, you know, I, I work for a, a very bureaucratic agency, and sometimes when you're helping the people that you're there to serve, you know when to sort of 
break the rule just a little bit, you know, not enough to get you really in trouble or to do anything wrong, but just, uh, this isn't the way it's written, but this is what I'm going to do because it's the right, sometimes you, you do things because it's the right thing to do. And uh, so, and also I could relate to her reading on her lunch hour because um, that's what I do when I can. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you have to get away from everything so uh i did get a little bit confused with some of the, about some of the agencies and that's i think my own ignorance there's so many agencies involved that i, I found that part a little bit confusing and uh and also i don't read that many young adult novels most of the ones i've read lately are been for these groups and i i think it, i would like to read more because of what everyone else has said they are educational i learn a lot when i do that so anyway thank you for choosing this book oh well thank you yeah i think it's so true everybody that i know that works for any kind of a big school bureaucracy like a like New York City school bureaucracy, they always say that, that they have to break the rules a little bit because mm -hmm. you can't get anything done otherwise, you know. Right, like, exactly. You know, you know, but you have to be careful because you don't want to get into trouble, but, you know, you, you just, it's it's so frustrating. So I kind of, I didn't really penalize her. I thought, you know, those seeds were just sitting there. I don't know. I know it's, I know it's the wrong thing. Like Cooper Turtle was, was a very good role model and he did everything by the book. And I really liked him, but every once in a while I wanted to say to him, you can't do everything by the book. You know, sometimes you have <laughs> exactly. to break the rules just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think you made a really good point there, Jana. I think that that's very true. Um, okay. Uh, Liz, um, what, what did you think of this story? Okay, here I am. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I think I particularly was caught up the fact that it took place in Michigan. That was really nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked that a lot. But yeah, um, I didn't really, uh, it's it's so hard to understand. Like, like when she took the basket, I didn't falter for that. <laughs> I didn't. Um, but but no, I enjoyed the book and definitely um, would read more from this author. It was very informative. And yeah. do you know where uh, Sue Saint Marie is? In yes, that you is up in the northern peninsula. Okay. It's, okay. I'm at the very bottom of the state, and that's toward the very top of the state. So. Yeah. yeah, it sounded like it was a real real place and everything. So. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah, it yes. Is. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Have you been there? Have I you have been not. There? I have oh, okay. not, but but I've been I've been close to it, and but P, I know people who have gone there, and they say it's just it's a beautiful place. Yeah, I, I visited there. You were there, Ladon? Mm -hmm. Quite oh. a while ago, my uh, wife's sister lives up just this side of the bridge, so it was easy to go cross up there and then we went on a little excursion thing and uh, everything oh nice oh very good that's very interesting okay um nancy what what did you think of the story sorry sorry i just got finished with my errands i i hate to say this i didn't read the book because i had four other books so i can't keep track of the four i'm reading oh no i'm just kidding 
Um, so I, I just, uh, I hope you guys can send the name of the book as soon as the next couple of days, Mr. L and Mr. AL. Um, cause I, I, I don't, I think I'll be, I don't want to, well, you're going to be reading, giving the name of the book fairly soon, correct? We always give the name of the book at the end of the meeting. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what you usually do. That's right. It's almost six o'clock now, right? It's almost nine o'clock now. Correct. So yeah, well, that sounds you good. Know what? Nancy, if, if you're just coming to hear the name of the next book, you can always just go on the accessible world list and, and get okay. the new you know like i i don't want you to have to to listen for an hour if you're you know haven't read the book and you're not you know okay accessibleworld.com is that where it is what it is alan can you on the list how to i think it's accessibleworld.org but uh accessible accessibleworld.org okay yeah thank Thank you, Ellen. I'll try to find it. If not, I'll have to ask you. And, I, and oh, Michelle will be, send, will be sending a newswire out within a day or two. I'm so, uh, a I, day I know or two? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. On, on the third of November, I know that that's the first Friday. Thank you. Right, Nancy. Nancy, before you disappear, there's a lot of ways to get the names of the books. The name of the next book. One way is, you know, when the recording comes out, you can just listen to the last five or 10 minutes of the recording and has the name of the book. That's, That's one true. way. Okay. Another, yeah. another way is you can um, go to accessibleworld.org. I'm very diligent about newswires. I always send them out very promptly. So within a week of the meeting, they're going to be on the website and you can look and find out what the next book is. So, you Thank know, you. If, you, if you don't want to come to the meeting, you can just find out what the book is that way. You know, if that's easier that's for you. That. Okay, yeah, thank much you. Much more copacetic, in my opinion. Thank you very much for your kind help. I do appreciate it. Thank you. I, I will mute myself now. Thank you. Okay, so I, I don't know if anybody has any final comments before I mention the next book. I just okay. wanted to make one comment. I liked the um, dedication to the however many, and I can't think how many it was, to the ancestors who have not yet come home. Nice. Yeah, I did too, actually. I thought that was wonderful, actually. Yeah, that was, that was great. Okay, well, next month, I'm going to be having a little mini vacation because Ladon is going to be hosting our meeting. Um, he recommended a book uh, by an author. I'm sure everybody has heard of if not read which is Dennis Lehane um, and the name of the book is Small Mercies the DB number is 114456 again it's 114456 um, it is, it's read by Robin Miles who if you're not familiar with is a phenomenally good narrator she's really good um, it's 10 hours and 27 minutes, and it's in the suspense genre. Um, I'm assuming, although I don't know for sure, that this is one of those kind of Boston crime stories that he's known for, but maybe not. So, Ladon, well, maybe you'll just give us a, because I know you read the book, you'll give us a little tiny preview of what the book is sure. about? Sure. This book is about a woman whose daughter goes missing in the evening, and she's out to look for her daughter and while looking for her she has to go up 
against the mob boss of the area, of the whole area. And the whole story is told against the violence that happened in Boston in 1974 over school busing. They didn't want school busing and there were riots up there and everything. And the book it takes place during that time. And uh, I found it excellent. And I found that I didn't know that. I remember seeing stuff in the South where uh, they had rights against busing. But in the North, that was Kennedy's country, for God's sakes. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I really like Dennis Lehane. I, I've read several of his books. and Yeah, yeah he's a good, good writer. His story been made uh, yeah. a movie, made Academy Awards. I forget the name of it. But one of at least one of them is Mystic of, River. Yeah, Mystic that's right. Yeah, and also Gone Baby Gone, I think, was his book too. Um, yeah, he's he's I mean he's he's good. He's really good. So it should should be a good good story. Um, I don't see how it could not be good. He's a good writer. <laughs> it's a good subject, right? I think it'll be good. And um, I and thought like, it kept. I thought you kept so you turning the page. That's for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So, LaDon, can I ask you, are you comfortable calling on people? Are you? Yeah, okay? I won't be yeah. comfortable calling on people, but I have another way to do it that I wanted to do. Okay. Whatever. We'll, get a, we'll get everybody to talk. It just won't be the calling on people. Okay. Well, you're, you're the, you're the guest host. So you're the boss for the, for the meeting. So it's up Thank to you. you, whatever you want to do. Okay, great. Michelle, could um, you repeat the book number, please? I sure can. Um, it is um, one one four four five six. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you. You guys beat me to it. Does anyone know what what the next history book is for next month? Peril. Yes. No, but it 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 was going to be peril, but we discussed peril on February first of twenty twenty two. So it's going to be the, the wager that one about the oh, shipwreck. The yeah, okay. it's about the shipwreck and stuff. So. Excuse me. And, excuse, excuse me. What's the next book for next month? I, I didn't hear it. My phone was. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the book for November? Small Mercies. Yeah. It's called Small Mercies by Dennis Lehane. It's Dennis 1144456. What, is it more mercy? What you, what, what's the first word? Small. Small. Small Mercy by Dennis Lehane. Yes. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Have a safe day, folks. Bye bye. Right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. That's it. Mer mercy is pluralized, but whatever. <laughs> so, so, so it's the David Grand book by the Wager. That book. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, um, Don. I've got a newswire in my inbox, but I've just I haven't sent it out yet. But I'll. I'll send it out this weekend. Was, was so. there was there a big attendance at the history group or not? Not too big. Not too big. Six people. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. Yeah, yeah. it didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. look like the most popular book. I had a feeling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was difficult. <laughs> you know, maybe you could write a novel about that, and it could have been very interesting. But <laughs> but we had a good we had a good discussion anyway. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. oh, so I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I started well, reading that book, and I, I just was not a Joni kind of book. All uh, yeah. the fighting and all the... Yeah. Oh, 
I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. To me, the first, <laughs> the first of it was just fighting Indians. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what most of it was. Yeah. Well, your book looks fascinating, Alan. I'm really looking for your book is is up next for me after I finish my current book. Your book looks for worlds of books looks. So, no, I just uh, finished it. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Be frank yeah. with me. Yeah, I got to yeah. read it again between now and. A week from Tuesday, and I got to send the newswire out for that too. But uh, I haven't started but, it yet, but it's on my it's on my SD card, so it's, it's in the queue. I always I think you'll like it. Don't forget banquet. Banquet is Sunday, guys. That's a week from Sunday. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a week. It's a week no, no. from Sunday, isn't it? This no, is it this? It's Sunday. No. Oh, it already is. Oh. oh, wow! Yeah. It's early this month. Yeah, the first week. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Day after tomorrow. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank don't that. forget about me, guys. I get nervous. You always get a great turnout. I, we'll no, be we, there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really glad that everybody liked the book for the most part. And um, it was it was really interesting. It was, not, it was really fun listening to everybody's comments. So th- thank you all for being such great readers. And yep. uh, making thank such you, great- Michelle. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. You really picked a good book. Well, it was really Deanna who yeah. picked it, but yeah, I just that her. <laughs> so thank you everybody so much. Well, have right. a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you in the yep. next one. Take care. Enjoy your Bye-bye. weekends, everybody. Bye-bye. Right. Take good care. Night. Bye-bye. Meeting or leave meeting? Leave meeting button.